Hey everyone, welcome to On The Line. My name is Addison and I'm a 15-year-old aspiring sports broadcaster. On The Line is a sports podcast that highlights the stories of high school and college athletes so you can get a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to be the best. Welcome back to On The Line. My name is Addison, and today I am interviewing volleyball player Willow Mercer. However, there is a catch. Instead of talking about sports, we will actually be talking about nutrition. So Willow is a high school athlete, but is also passionate about sports nutrition. So this is going to be something a little bit different. But thank you so much for joining me today. Hi. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I know. Same. Seriously. I have only really done stuff regarding just sports and interviewing athletes and talking about their sport. So it's going to be so fun to switch things up and talk about nutrition. Yeah, nutrition is such an important part of um, working out and being an athlete. So I definitely think it's really important to touch on those topics. For sure. Yeah. And I just want to put this quick disclaimer out there that we are both, we aren't professionals. So, you know, if you are needing any nutritional advice just go to a registered dietitian or um, a sports nutritionist but these are things that we've learned through our experiences of being an athlete but everyone's body is different so that's why it's good to talk to your doctor so that's just a little disclaimer yeah but when did you start becoming passionate about nutrition Um, I would say that throughout like my whole childhood, I was really interested in like, I would always watch those like what I eat in a day videos on YouTube. I think a couple of us have gotten in that trap, but I used to like love watching those and like seeing how people talked about their nutrition and what they ate throughout the day. But recently I am in a sports med class, um, as it's a satellite program from our school and we did a nutrition project. And I realized that the only thing I was really interested in sports med was all about the nutrition wise. And I just did that project in like two days because I just loved it so much. So I definitely realized that's kind of where I wanted my life to go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Same. I can relate (laughs) with going down the rabbit hole of what I eat in a day YouTube videos. I do that quite frequently, (laughs) but nowadays it's like avocado toast for breakfast. (laughs) It's like the same thing, but yeah, it's also so awesome how our schools do the site satellite program at least I know North Shore does I'm not sure about other districts I'm sure they do something similar but it's so great to kind of get a taste of different career paths oh yeah totally I'm it's an awesome class and it's cool that a lot of people can get the opportunity to like research Mm -hmm. into what they want to do in their path for school and life and yeah well how does being an athlete kind of shape your views of nutrition well, I think that um, nutrition definitely aids performances. I think everybody can has had like a, a game or a workout where you just felt so sluggish and it was because you hadn't eaten that day or you had eaten stuff that maybe wasn't really helping you. So I think it's definitely important to have a good diet. As, as an athlete, um, you can't really work off a bad diet. You know, you have to kind of keep steady and, and hard on, you know, being um, really healthy in what you do. 
Um, food gives you a lot of energy, eating a good amount of carbs and proteins and fats can really um, make you a better athlete and get your training to where you want it to go. Now, piggybacking off of what you were saying, before a game, it's always hard because it's like you don't want to eat too much, but you don't want to eat too little and be working off of no energy. So have you found any good like pre-game meals or snacks? Um, uh, I would say pre-game, I'm like a big like sandwich person, like like a couple hours before game, you know, so you don't have like a rock sitting in you, but a couple hours, like just like some bread with maybe like a whole grain bread with some like um like lean turkey and some vegetables and stuff like that's kind of where I go for a pregame meal um people are really different in how they want like some people like to be full before they start a meal some people before they start a game sorry and some people like to not really have anything in their stomach so I definitely would say for me I'm like kind of you never want to have a ton of protein um or fat before you play a game definitely like very high carb um so like lean proteins are kind of a good idea, but you don't really want too much of them. So definitely something with a lot of carbs, whatever that means for you, whether it's like an apple or a carrot or stuff like that. And then I've heard like maybe it's like half an hour after you work out, that's a good time to consume protein. Is that a true thing? Yeah. Yeah. So after you work out, you want um, just I normally have a meal after I work out because you don't want your your muscles to um, kind of deteriorate after workout, you want to build those bonds that were tearing during a workout. So you'd want to have a healthy balance of um, carbs, fat and protein. Definitely. Like if you are kind of um, more into like um, building your muscles and things, you'd want a lot more protein than maybe others. But yeah. What about supplements? I know a lot of athletes, they add all these supplements, all these different powders. Like how important is that for an athlete? Um, in, in my personal opinion, I don't think that, um, it's important whatsoever. I don't think you need to have, um, protein drinks or pre-workout to like be your best athlete. And in all honesty, I don't really love protein drinks. I don't think, I think you can get your proteins from so many better sources that don't leave out, um, the micronutrients that you need, like, like all your vitamins and things that come in, like, say like a piece of chicken over rather like a, a drink with, that's just like a ton of protein and like not really a lot of fat or um, a lot of carbs. So like that, even if people are drinking supplements, I don't think they're necessarily like good for you all the time. And you definitely need to find something that works for you, but I don't think you need them whatsoever to meet your um, goals. In my opinion, like protein drinks and like protein cookies, like they can sound good, but in all honesty, they kind of don't taste the best. They always have the weirdest texture. Yeah, and they're so gritty. I I do not like them. So like I could see maybe if you were a vegetarian, maybe, even though you can still get protein when you are vegetarian, I think that is another misconception. Like to be an athlete, you have to be eating tons of meat. Where personally, I mean, I haven't been taking classes like you, but I've heard that you don't, like you can still get all of the nutrients you need by eating a plant-based diet. Yeah, I used to I used to be a vegetarian. I just changed oh. because it just fit my lifestyle better not not to be, but when I was vegetarian, I definitely like I didn't have a ton of protein shakes, but in the morning I have a smoothie with like a little bit of protein powder or peanut butter in there and that I was like doing pretty good on that and still like being a good athlete and stuff like that, so it can most definitely be done. Yeah, that's cool that you have firsthand experience. Um what are the biggest nutrition mistakes that you see athletes making? 
Um, well, kind of what we were talking about before, relying on supplements over um, like normal foods, like, you know, your proteins and things like that. Also kind of, they kind of miss um, some of them. Re- some athletes really focus on calories in versus calories out, which is, which is definitely how you were, are going to like lose fat and build muscle. But a lot of the times um, maybe like under eating is a big thing. Um, you need to have like your base calories like whatever your basal metabolic rate. And that can be done by a dietitian or like kind of estimated with certain apps, but you need to be getting enough calories or else you're kind of, whenever your fat deteriorates, your muscles are too. And that's not really going to peak your performance. With being an athlete and having nutrition and food be such a big thing, it's kind of hard to find that boundary, I guess, between food controlling you and, you know, having a healthy relationship with food versus like just, being conscious, you know, it's kind of a hard balance of overthinking it and then just eating whatever. So do you have any tips on kind of finding that perfect in between? Um, yeah, I would say, well, first of all, food should never control your life. If food is controlling your life, you need to get some, like some medical help, some mental help like that. Food should never be that big of a priority. Food should help you in your life. It should never hurt you or like take you down a tunnel that you should not be in. Um, I think that healthy food should be fun and interesting and you should never feel like you're restricting yourself by eating, you know, an amount of healthy food. And like, just like kind of like one salad isn't going to make you healthy. Just like one like chicken sandwich isn't going to make you unhealthy or like lose all your progress. So I don't know. You definitely just want to like say in your mind, like you need an excess of 3,500 calories to gain one whole pound of fat. And that's just like not really realistic for you. Like don't, you shouldn't make food be that much of a problem in your life that it's taking you away from your friends or your family. It's not that important, but definitely you want to focus on if say you're having like a fast food meal, like say you're having chicken nuggets, like definitely balance that with like, Hey, I'll have like a side salad with that instead of fries, or I'll have um, water instead of like a Coke or a lemonade or something like that to just make those like easy, simple swaps that are just a little bit healthier and kind of take down on the amount of calories and how sluggish you'll feel after the meal. That's so true. Cause even I've never really had like a bad relationship with food, but I know that if I eat like fast food, I always feel like kind of guilty about it. And like, okay, that means I have to eat well for my next meal and like just eat a salad or something, but it's always good to have the reminder of, it's okay to have a burger, but maybe have water to drink, like you were saying. So that's really good advice. Yeah, definitely. For those who are super busy, how can you still eat wholesome meals? Because I know when people are super busy, it's easy to lean on fast food because oftentimes you think healthy food takes a long time to make and prepare. So do you have any tips for that? Um, yeah, I think definitely, especially in this season of sports right now, I don't know if other schools are doing like I have my club volleyball and my school volleyball. So I've been super busy lately. Um, but for me, it's definitely like kind of meal prepping a little bit on the days that I don't like most athletes will have like that one day off where you can try to get your homework done and stuff like that. And like think if you're going to cook one healthy meal, if you just like up the amount of food you were making, you could eat that same one like a couple days of the week. So definitely um, meal prepping is a super big help. Um, Just having things on hand that are really wholesome. Like I sometimes have little packs of like peanut butter and um, apples, which are really good. Or like little energy bites I make with like some peanut butter, like mini chocolate chips, coconut and oats are really awesome. I just put them in my fridge and then 
whenever I need a quick something before like going to practice or something like that, I can just grab those out instead of having maybe like, I don't know, chips or something or crackers or something that's not really going to like give you a lot of um, nutrients. So like just having those healthy foods prepared and ready to go. For sure. It's always hard to kind of cut something cold turkey and go from eating fast food every single meal to then only eating like salad, you know? I mean, that's a stereotypical healthy food is salad. So that's just what why I'm saying it, but that's not Mm -hmm. the only healthy food out there. But do you have any tips for people who are starting to make that switch? Because again, it's almost impossible to do it in a healthy way by just cutting things cold turkey. Um, yeah. So I would say just like you said, never cut anything cold turkey and, um, everything has a place in your diet. If you, if you really want it, like I'm, I'm a person, I really love chicken nuggets. Like that's my favorite, like, like fun food to have. So like, I'm never going to tell myself, nope, you can never have chicken nuggets again. You're only having like, you know, like grilled chicken or baked chicken. And like, that's just not enjoyable. That's not going to keep you like in a sustainable style of living. So definitely I'd say if you are going from eating a lot of high processed foods, like maybe try to find like healthier alternatives for those. So I think like maybe like making chicken in an air fryer instead of like frying chicken in oil or something like that, where you can kind of like cut down on certain like amounts, food groups, like fat, or like maybe a ton of breading, taking a little bit less out of that can kind of like help you kind of stay in the same mindset of, oh, I'm having something that I really enjoy, but it's maybe a little better for me. You'd be amazed how many healthier options of foods there are out there. Totally. Yeah. It keeps growing. The market is absolutely insane. Like I can't even say enough about how many, like how many like progressions we're making and and having healthier foods. Like even in the grocery store the other day, I was looking and they have air fried chicken nuggets instead of like real fried ones. Like that's crazy that they're so able to get that out there for people. So it's all there if you look for it. Yeah. I love to see the progress that is happening in the grocery stores, but also something I've learned is trial and error. Like I think, okay, that looks really good. And it's like some vegan pasta and I try and I'm like, Oh, that is nasty. But you have to, sometimes you have to try multiple brands or multiple like healthier alternatives to find the one that you actually like. Cause trust me, there are some not so good things out there, but there also are some really good things that don't taste like you're eating cardboard. Yeah. Or grass. And yeah, uh-huh. totally. definitely just, you got to find like what you like and, and there's something out there for you, I'm sure. So this is kind of a true or false question. Um, but do you think breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Um, No, I think that um, they used to be a lot when I was a kid, you know, you know, you have to eat your breakfast, make sure you eat a good breakfast. And now breakfast is very important for people that can tolerate. I think that it maintains your energy levels throughout the day. So that's very important if you can tolerate breakfast. But I know some like me, sometimes a lot of my friends, like sometimes in the morning, like you just don't feel like eating or like you're just not hungry. And I would say follow your hunger cues if you're hungry in the morning, eat in the morning. I think it's really important that you like maintain like your energy levels throughout the day and get enough calories in the day. But if you don't like breakfast, that's completely fine. Just have something later um, for lunch and dinner and maybe have a little bit more snacks throughout the day. Okay. So you think it's okay to not have your three main meals? Cause that's usually what you hear, like have breakfast at nine, eat your lunch at one, you know, whatever it is, but usually it's just like the three main meals a day, but you're saying that 
it is totally fine to snack throughout the day, maybe have multiple smaller meals instead of having the three big meals. Yeah, totally. I think that it's all about what your body likes. Honestly, I don't love eating big meals a ton of the time. They kind of make you feel sluggish to kind of slow you down. So for me personally, I like eating like smaller things and maybe having like a breakfast and then like a small snack to like kind of keep me going throughout the day instead of like having a huge meal and then crashing and then having a huge meal again and like crashing. So yeah, I definitely think it's whatever your body feels is the best idea and whatever kind of makes you feel better throughout the day. For me, the hardest meal is lunch. So what are your go-to like lunch foods or meals? Um, I'm a big leftover person. Like my family normally eats dinner every night. So if we have like, say like, you know, a piece of salmon or chicken from the night before, I'll like kind of heat that up and like do something different with it and have like vegetables on the side. I also really love fruits. So sometimes I'll have like eggs or something for breakfast and then do a really quick smoothie for lunch. Like you can have those like you can make your own little smoothie packs in the freezer and that's super quick to have. Um, I also really like sandwiches. I'll have like a sandwich with like turkey or ham or something like that and some vegetables on that. Um, soups, really big into soups. <laughs> I think that it's a really good way to balance to get even like hydration in your, um, in your food and stuff like that. But it's honestly whatever your body feels good with. Um, some people like heavier lunches, some people like lighter lunches, like whatever you're feeling. I always feel like it's such an awkward time to eat because it's like, I don't want to make something, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I don't know. It's just weird for me. I love breakfast. That's my favorite, but something about lunch is just like, eh. yeah, lunch kind of normally like is weird for me. Like I'll just eat random things because I'm like, I don't really feel like cooking, like stuff like that. But as long as you have like healthy stuff on hand, I think it can be pretty easy to just piece things together. What do you think about Trader Joe's or Whole Foods like do you think you can still get healthier food at Fred Meyers or Safeway because I think a lot of people are like you go to Whole Foods to get the healthy food so like what are your thoughts on that um I will like with my family I sometimes do the grocery shopping and I rarely go to Trader Joe's or Whole Foods those are like for me only for like kind of specialty things like things that I really like that are there um but you can totally get everything from a grocery store like it's like I don't know. Trader Joe's does a really good job at like finding like healthier alternatives or like really quick and easy stuff that's like ready made. And if you want that and you need that in your life, then like always go for that. But I think at Fred Meyer or somewhere like that, like you could totally get like some like frozen vegetables that you can heat up super quickly or like some like, I don't know, pre-cooked chicken or whatever. And those are all available at the grocery store. So I don't think it's something for people to be like looked down upon because they only shop for their healthy food other grocery store. That's also just what people have more access to sometimes. And if your parents are doing the shopping, they probably aren't going to want to go and get you all these like super healthy alternatives when you can get the same stuff at the grocery store. I also know that Whole Foods is a lot more expensive as well. Yeah. Like you can get the same exact thing at Safeway for like half the price. So no, most, most definitely. I think even sometimes it's better to get it at a grocery store. That's maybe more streamlined. It's way less expensive and sometimes has less like additives. I still love going to the quote unquote fancier grocery stores like PCC. We actually went there yesterday, but it's kind of just like once in a while you go there to get the things that you can't find at just, you know, the normal grocery stores. I, I, I also love fancy grocery stores. I think they're really fun to shop around, but definitely doesn't need to be an everyday thing. 
Grocery stores are like my favorite thing. I love grocery shopping. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I think there's so much to do and it's kind of fun to go in the middle of the day, like with yeah. all the moms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can't drive yet by myself. So my mom has to take me and she does not like grocery shopping. <laughs> um, but I, I try to make it fun for her and she actually did enjoy going to PCC. So <laughs> PCC is a really fun store. I love like they have so much different, like crazy things that I'm like never even heard about before. Right. Yeah. Well, let's just close off with one last question. And that's kind of around cheat meals. So like you're saying you watch that what I eat in a days and I do that as well. And on YouTube, there's a lot of like cheat day videos, like eating 10,000 calories in one day. So what are your thoughts on cheat meals and yeah, all that? Um, I would say that cheat meals kind of walk the line of like a kind of a binge and restrict cycle where you're going to have one day and I'm, you're just going to let yourself like rather you should never talk about food and like letting yourself, but you're going to say, you're going to let yourself have all this different stuff and eat all the stuff you never let yourself have. And then the next day you're going to, Oh, I'm going to have like smoothies and salads and I'm not going to have any carbs. I'm just going to really pile in like all these veggies that I missed the day before. I think that Maybe for some people that works in their diet, but I think for a lot of people, it's totally a like binge and restrict cycle. So I would say having one treat a day where like, oh yeah, I love ice cream. And I think ice cream at the end of the night is really nice. So I'm going to have a little bit of ice cream and then tomorrow I can have something else, but like not really restricting like things until one day where you go all out. And I, like I said before, everything can fit in your diet if you want it to fit in it. So it's just finding room for it and like pairing it with healthy options that can kind of make your brain not go crazy on these like huge cheat days where you like inhale all this food and then you feel terrible for a week. Right. Like that just, it looks like my stomach would just hurt so badly with all the food. Some of these people eat and I'm like, I'd rather just break all that up into seven days. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking. I know I learned actually a lot and it sounds so interesting. I'm like, maybe, maybe that will be what my career is later. Yeah, on. totally. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to shout out your Instagram real quick so people listening can go? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. My Instagram is um, at willow.mercer. And I'll have that in the show notes as well. But thank mm-hmm. you so much again for taking the time out of your day. I Sounds like you're very busy. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right. All right. Well, bye. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of On The Line. I upload new episodes every Sunday at 12. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, and follow On The Line on Instagram, and all those links will be in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you.